I am so nervous, y'all. I don't know why. So, uh, just a disclaimer. Ladies, um, I'm doing a little bit. You'll hear a little bit from what you heard from Girl Talk if you were on that night. Um, but I switched it up because I wanted y'all to have something fresh, too. So I asked God and prayed to switch it up. So, y'all, I need y'all to use y'all imaginations with me tonight, okay? We are in a courtroom. You guys are the jury. Every day, here's our opening statements. Every day, we are making lots of choices that impact us, God said. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. All day, every day, you are making decisions. You are making choices. You are planting seeds. We learned about now or later, the other, just Sunday. And if you haven't heard that yet, you need to get the CD. Um, and I wonder, where does the power lie? We know that the power lies in God. But tonight, you guys, I want you to decide where does your power lie within you. So I took facts, and we have two parties who are arguing that the power lies within them. Our first party is our hands. Look at your hands, please. Exodus 4, 1 through 7 says, And Moses answered and said, So Moses is going to be our case study, okay, you guys? So a little backdrop on Moses. He, um, he, killed, the, he killed the man, right? He killed the uh, Egyptian. And all his people, he was conflicted because his people were enslaved by the Egyptians, but he was like rolling with the Egyptians. He was with Pharaoh. He was at the top. And so he couldn't take it no more. These were his people. And it was just in his heart. It was pulling. He done killed the man. He ran. Then God comes to him in his burning bush and says, and they have this conversation. So Exodus 4 and 1 says, and Moses answers. So God says, Moses answers, but behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto thy voice. So God told Moses, if uh, someone doesn't know, God told Moses, tell the people, let my people go. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Like, I know you king, I know you Pharaoh and all, but let my people go. So Moses is talking back to God like, um, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, the Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, what is in your hands? And he said, a rod. Like, a rod? What are you asking for, God? And he said, cast it to the ground. And he cast it to the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from it. And the Lord said to Moses, put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth thine hand and caught it. And it became a rod in his hand. And the fast forward. You guys don't have to read. But the fast forward, then God told him to put his hand in his bosom. And when he pulled it out, it was full of uh, leprosy. And so then he said, put your hand back into your bosom, right? So I, the hand, am coming to you today to tell you that I have the power. See, y'all thought it was in the stick. But there's nothing in a stick. See, the cross without Jesus was just wood. It was in my hand. So, I ask you again, look at your hand. What is in your hand? 
Can somebody answer? Anybody? Power. Power. Well, the women can't answer. Y'all cheating. (laughs) (laughs) So Exodus, power. I believe it's power in me. I am the hand, so y'all remember. I believe it's power in me. But listen to Exodus 14, 16. He uses his hand. It says, but lift thou up the rod. This is when we were at the Red Sea. But God told him to stretch forth thy hand. And it divided. And Moses also does this in uh, Exodus 17. He had to keep his hands up to win the war. As soon as he put it down, they started losing. See, his power in me. What's in my hands? Well, there are bones. There are 27 bones in your hand. That's a fact. The most bones in any particular body, body part. So I have the most bones. There are also veins in your hands. If you think about it, when somebody wants to commit suicide, they cut me, your wrist. Because there's a major vein that goes to your heart. And if you cut it and it goes, leaks out too fast, which you don't have much time, you will die. Because it's life in this hand. So Deuteronomy, when you think about that, your bones and your veins, then I want to remind you that bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, Genesis 2.23. Deuteronomy 12.23 says, Only be sure not to eat the blood, for the blood is life. See, that's in your hands. Lineage is in your hands. You see those lines? Those are roots. Your lineage is in your hands. That's that blood in those bones. Bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. See, Moses' lineage. Let me tell you about Moses' lineage. Moses was the son of Amram and the son of Kohath, who was the son of Levi. Oh, Levi. Levi gave homage to Melchizedek back in his, father, his grandfather's womb, uh, loins because Levi is the son of Jacob, who is the son of Isaac, and who is the son of Abraham. And Abraham paid tenth of a tithe to uh, Melchizedek. Melchizedek was the high priest. And when he paid that, he had a blessing placed on him who would go through and touch Levi. Well, it went through. See, the blessings travel through generations. So does curses. And this is all in your hands. Why do I say that? Well, look at your hands. You have fingers. And in your fingers, you have a fingerprint. That's your identity. That's who you are. There's not another identity like you. Also, look at your fingers. Really quickly, Venetia. If you look at your fingers, they're made with tops and bottoms. If you slide them slightly with someone, you are now in agreement. See, this is in your hands and nothing can unlock that. Agreement. Agreement is power, right, you guys? For at the Tower of Babel, the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. This is Genesis eleven six, And they have all one language. And nothing will be restrained from them. In Ephesians 4, the Lord, say, um, the Lord says, But speaking the truth in love, may you grow up into him, in him, into him in all things, which is ahead, even in Christ. For the whole body is uh, fitly joined together, compacted. See, there is power in agreement. So there are power in these hands. In your lineage. Why y'all think that Jesus did the genealogy? Why in Matthew we hear the whole genealogy of Jesus? There's power in these things. 
So let me tell you a little bit about the genealogy. Just as I told you that Levi was a child of Jacob, so was Judah. And from Judah came Perez, and from Perez came Hezron, and from Hezron, Ram, and from Ram, um, Amenadab, and from Amenadab, Nashon, and from Nashon, Salom, and from Salem was Boaz, and from Boaz was Obed, and Obed had Jesse, and we know who Jesse child was. That was David. And so David had Solomon. Solomon had Rehoboam, and Rehoboam had uh, Beha, and the Beha had uh, Asa, and then there came Jehoshaphat, and then there was jo Joram, um, Uzziah. Uzziah was that great king. Remember when um, Isaiah saw God in the um, in the sky, in heaven, see Uzziah. Okay, so Uzziah had Joha, uh, Jotham, and Jotham had, sorry about these names, y'all, Ashaz. Ashaz had um, Hezekiah. Hezekiah had Manasseh. Manasseh had Amon. Amon had Josiah. Josiah had Jeconiah. Shel, uh, Jeconiah had Shelton. Uh, Sheltel had uh, Zerubbabel, Bell, Abidud. Then A, A had, he had A, y'all. We're going to nickname him A. <laughs> A had Elikim. Uh, Elikim had Azor. Azor had Zadok. Zadok had Achim. Achim had Elud. Elud had Eliziar. Eliziar had Matin. Matin had Jacob. And Jacob had Joseph, which is not the Joseph that we're thinking of, the husband, but actually Mary's father's name was Joseph. And Mary's father had Mary, and we know who came from Mary. It was Jesus. Jesus. So that came through a lineage, those blessings. That's blood that's in your hands. See, why do you think, why do you think a psychic asks you, give me your hands, child? And why do you think we hold our hands up and place it on the Bible when we take an oath? Why do you think that a woman gives her hand in marriage? There's power in these hands. Actually, the hand was mentioned over 1,900 times in the Bible. So, I'm going to rest my case there that I, the hands, have all the power. I hold the power. So then we have our second party that says, hold up, hold up, hold up. Go back and read that scripture again. We're using Moses as a case study. Read uh, Exodus. Don't stop at seven. Keep going because it's a little more to that story. So in Exodus 4, 8, it says, and it shall come to pass if they will not believe thee, neither hearken to the voice of the first sign, they will believe the voice of the latter sign. Keep on going. Jump down to 10 to 14. And Moses said unto the Lord, O Lord, I am not eloquent. And I'm going to just fast forward a little bit. Moses start arguing. I can't speak. I stutter. I'm slower talking. Jump down to 13, though. I'm going to read this one. And he said, O my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him, whom will thou send? He says, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And he said, Is not Aaron the Levite, thy brother? I know that he can speak. See, it's power in my mouth, in your mouth. I, the mouth, I'm telling you, don't listen to the hand. There's power in your mouth. See, he sent, there's DNA. See, he sent Aaron, the Levite, another Levite who came from Levi. 
He sent him with them because he had just as much as uh, generational power as, um, as the hands because he could speak. So I had the power. See, Moses spoke, let my people go. And he continuously spoke it. And at the Red Sea, Moses actually spoke. Yeah, he held out his hand, but Moses spoke. Exodus 14, 13 through 5 says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. That can't be right. Yes, I deleted my one on my three. Sorry, y'all. Um, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of God, which will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them no more ever. And the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. The Lord said unto Moses, Which for cries out to me? Speak unto the children of Israel, and they go forth. See, speak is your mouth. So what is in your mouth? Well, what's in me? Your tongue. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. See, the tongue is the only muscle in the body that doesn't need support from the skeleton. The only one. And actually, if you ask a doctor, the tongue, you're, you study medical, you ask a doctor, the tongue is the strongest muscle in your body, correct? See, power. What else is in your mouth? Your spit. And if you think about it, when you want to prove that, oh, he the daddy, you swab their mouths and you get a full lineage. <laughs> and in your spit, your spit is <laughs> 99% of water. And Jesus said, drink from me and you shall not thirst. Jesus said he was the living water. See, spit is 99% of that. See, there's power in your mouth. Your taste buds are in your mouth. And Psalms 34 and 8 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And actually, you have 10,000 taste buds in your mouth if you didn't know. So you get to taste 10,000 times. See, there are teeth in your mouth. You have teeth. So just like the hands where blessings and curses can flow through, so can your teeth. No two people have the same set of teeth. So if you want DNA, you can take it from there too. There's your identity. See, I'm just as good as the hands. Zechariah 9, 7 says, And I will remove their blood from their mouth and their detestable things from between their teeth. And then they, are, then they also will be remnants of for our God and be like the clan of Judah. And I know y'all know what came out of Judah. See, Luke 13, 27 and 8 says, But he shall say, I tell you, I know you, not whence ye, depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. See, teeth, there's power in teeth. I'm in there. More facts about the mouth. James 3, 9, 10. Therewith bless me, God, even the Father, and therewith curse we, we men which are made in the similitude of God. Out of your mouth proceed of blessings and curses. My brethren, these things ought not to be. It's too much power in your mouth. You can't have bad, evil things coming out your mouth cursing and bless God. 
power, it, it don't work like that. See, I am the power. I'm the mouth. Also, smiling. See, it says, laughter doeth good like a medicine. And if medically, if you look it up, smiling helps you live longer. It produces a greater amount of antibodies within your body and your immune system is boosted. See, the mouth got power. Okay. So, I know the antibodies. <laughs> so, you guys, I told you, you guys are the jury. Let's go back through this. We got two parties here fighting for power. Who has the power? The mouth or your hands? <laughs> Mark 23, 8 and 23 says, And he took the blind man by the hand. There go your hand. And led him out of the town. And when he spit on his eyes, there go your mouth. And put hands upon him. Oh, there go the hand. He asked him if he saw aught. And we know he was healed eventually. Teeth are like bones. Or they are alive. And they have their own uh, supplies and nerves. Just as your bones. Like in your hand. It's in your mouth too. Clap your hands all you people. And shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. You got to use your hands. And you have to use your mouth. Oh. If you use your right hand. You tend to chew on your right side. And if you use your left hand, you tend to choose on your left side. Interesting fact. Here's another interesting one. I'm just giving y'all some case. The second week of pregnancy is when fertilization takes place. Well, around the seventh week, which us women who have the children, that's about the time we figure out we're pregnant, the baby has formed hands. The baby heart has just formed. The respiratory, the lungs, have formed. The network of the nerves are spreading. Electrical activity is now developing in the brain. And the mouth is prominent. At the same time, there's some power. So your brain, your nervous system, your lungs, your breathing, your life, your heart, all was formed at the same time as the hands and the mouth. That's a rank of importance, I would say. David, oh, this is a good one, y'all. So Pastor Keith has like, if y'all haven't heard yet, he has slapped us with music, right? And how powerful music is. That music is the only thing that can filter through your conscious without your question, right? So music is pretty powerful because the devil, he was the leader, the worshiper, and worship moves God. Y'all agree, correct? Okay. Well, David played an instrument to relieve Saul of his evil spirit, right? Music. Well, there are only two ways to play an instrument, any instrument, by your mouth or your hands. And if you look back into Genesis 2-7, God himself, who we are created in his image, formed his people, his babies, his loves, with his hands. But he blew into them with his mouth. So, I take you back. Every day, every single day, every moment of the day, you are making choices. 
and you, my people, are the judge. And I need you to understand that in making these choices, you have power in your hands and you have power in your mouth. Watch the acts that you are doing. Watch who you're giving your hands to, your DNA, your, in, your lineage, your hands you receive from the past and you pass down to the next generation. See, your hands are important, but so is your mouth. So is your mouth. So I'll let you be the judge of today. And of course, God is our ultimate source of power. But I ask you to decide, where does your power lie? And that's it. Ha, ha, ha.